Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. If you would like to email us, the email is radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. So today we are having a special entertainment episode. I interviewed the writer and director of A Ghost Story, David Lowry. So producer Shar and I saw this movie, and, and it was really it took some processing. It's not the kind of movie that for me personally, you can just see and walk out and know exactly how you feel about it or know what it means or know what it's going to mean to you. It it really deals with your own personal story and your own feelings on grief and loss, because that's what happens is there's not a lot of dialogue and it's not one of those movies that's telling you what to think or showing you how you're supposed to feel and think it kind of just leaves it up to you. And so there's going to be a lot of projection on the audience's part. And there was for me, like my thoughts on grief and loss and my thoughts on what happens in the afterlife, because you know what it boils down to is we don't really know. No one knows for a fact what happens in the afterlife. I would like to think, you know, I'll be surrounded by Elvis and cats and, you know, like <laughs> you see your dad. Yeah. My dad will be there. It'll be great. You know, but, but we don't really know. And there's a lot of fear in that for all of us. I think, what if there's nothing? It's, you know, it's so interesting because your takeaway from this was you had that, that, that vile, like, this better not be what the afterlife is like. Yeah, that was my first thought. Right, yeah. and for myself, it didn't even occur to me. It was almost just like, what am I watching? <laughs> right. You know? What just happened? Like, it, I, it's it's funny, but because I guess it was, but then, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I, I guess because I, like, my idea of what happens it didn't it didn't make me go what if this is really what it's like maybe that's what it was is I just assume that what I believe what I believe personally that happens to you in the afterlife is what it is that this didn't go like this didn't make me mad like it didn't make you question your beliefs yeah don't tell me that this is what it's like I was just like what is like what are we doing here (laughs) you know what I mean and and I've said this, like I've said this on Bitch Talk, because Bitch Talk also got to got the um, uh, opportunity to mm-hmm. interview David. Is it's very much it's very much for an open mind and art, and it's very much a processing film. Oh, absolutely! Like Cause they ask you when you come out, you know, to give them some words on what you think and how you felt the movie, like what it was about, how you felt about it. And I was like, I can't even, t- I couldn't even talk. Right. I couldn't tell them what I thought about it because it was really intense. Yeah, and it it is. It's an intense and weird and dark and very it's it's an interesting film. It is. And, and it's something that hasn't been done before. And if you're into if you're into like experience something different that you've never seen and you're 
I, I said this I said this on Big Shock as well. It's like if you're just looking for like I need entertainment and stimulation the whole movie. Yeah, and don't go. Like, if you're into sci-fi, you're not gonna like, like this. Like, yeah, like if you're looking for, you know, fights and and, and CGI and, and yeah, there's none of that. All of that. That's that's there's not that. But if you're looking for something if you're looking for art and different perspective and something exactly something in a world where all we're doing is recreating stuff and and rebooting things mm-hmm. if you're looking for somebody that if you're looking for something that was just like somebody was doing something different and yeah cuz like this is it even the news like depending on what news channel you watch tells you what to think nowadays like you know if you listen to the Republican side, it tells you what to think. If you listen to the Democrat side, it tells you what to think. Nothing just gives you the facts and lets you make up your own mind. Right. And that's what this movie does. It just shows you something, and it doesn't explain anything to you, and it lets you decide for yourself. So, yeah, it's like if, if you need tons and tons of stimulation, this is not the movie for you. But if you would like to walk away and think about something and to see something that you've never seen before, then this is this is absolutely the movie to go see. Yeah, and and it's it's funny because I've talked to a few people now who originally didn't think they liked the movie and then gave it a few days and goes, you know what, I like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it grows on you. It totally grows on you. Like in retrospect, this is a movie that I love. When the day I saw it, I was totally confused. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm I'm personally r- really glad I saw the movie, but yeah, take time, you know, go with somebody you can talk to, go to the movie with somebody who's intelligent, who you can talk to. And I think the interview, I think for myself, and it'll probably be for our listeners too, is the interview with David is is really going to help you and intrigue you a little bit more. Yeah. Because I thought that I thought uh I thought your interview was great and it made me it made me understand it a little bit more in right. a way. It I, made I, me understand or it a like, more too. And or what he you know, like his vision. You know, like hearing about how his vision was and where it came from and the ideas and the ideas behind it. And then you're just I, I was like, oh, okay. I thought the interview was great. And it was con- considering we had mixed emotions when we watched yeah. the film I was like you and I were just like, what are we gonna talk about in this interview? Yeah. And it ended up you know, one of our better interviews. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a great it was a great interview. And you know what? You can listen to this interview before you see the movie. It's not gonna there's no spoilers in this interview. In fact, it might help you going into the movie to listen to this interview first. Right. And um And a ghost story is in theaters in San Francisco today and nationwide July twenty eighth. Welcome to Radio Rehab. We're joined with David Lowry, the writer and director of Ghost Story. I just want to say thank you so much for being on Radio Rehab. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so glad to meet you because it's one of those movies that if I saw it and didn't get to talk to the director, I would have so many questions for the rest of my life. It's like, you know, you go see a movie and when you go to these screeners, they ask you afterwards to say something about it. I've been processing this for like a week. This is because when you go see a movie, you've often seen it before. Yeah. I've never seen this before. I can't compare it to anything. Where did this idea come from for you? I think, you know, the fact that I can't quite answer that question (laughs) is probably why it feels like nothing that's ever been seen before. I know that I wanted to make a movie involving a ghost in a bedsheet and that that image of that ghost in an empty house predated this movie. But I didn't have, a, you know, I, I just knew that I would one day make a movie with that image in it. And I didn't know what that movie would be. Eventually it became this one. But I wrote this movie in almost one sitting. It was a 30 page screenplay. And I just sat down and, and 
was like, it's finally time to use that image for something. And I just wrote it very quickly. And it's hard for me to look back now and think about what led me to do that. I mean, it was so spontaneous and so sudden. And then, you know, within a month or two, we were getting ready to make it. So it came together very quickly. But beyond just that image of the ghost and the bedsheet, which I found to be funny, but also very sad. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. Yeah. It was funny, but it was so sad. Yeah. I also had just moved, I was living in LA at the time, having moved from Texas and my wife and I had had an argument about where we were going to live, you know, once this movie we were working on was done and I wanted to move back to Texas and she wanted to stay in LA and, and that argument is represented in the movie. So I know that was part of it too. That just, that feeling of being, not knowing what home meant to me, you know, trying to define what was important to me about where I was going to live and what our relationship was going to, you know, how we're going to define our relationship in terms of where we were living. And so those things are in there too. But again, it wasn't like a a situation where I had a story that I was, was premeditated. I didn't sit down with a, you know, three act structure. I just sat down and started writing and this is what came out. Wow. So the whole, it was the whole ghost in the sheet thing is an idea that you had and that you knew you were going to do. Cause I was going to say one thing I really, really appreciated. One of the many things was that there was no CGI. There was no horror. There was no gore. It was it was simple. It was a ghost in a sheet, and, and you can do with that what you want, you know, with your Completely. mind. I wanted it to still feel like a ghost. I wanted audiences oh, yeah. to participate with this, like, you know, in the same way they would if it was a more complex visual effect or even something old-fashioned, like, a, you know, just a, a transparent character, you know, like in old-fashioned films. Uh, but I, I love things that are handmade and that are tactile and mm-hmm. that have that sort of express, that simple expressiveness. And I also... I have to admit, love the challenge of taking something that did make me laugh. Like the concept makes me laugh, but I wanted to also see if I could tap into the sadness that I felt was implicit to it and the, the, the empathy. There's so much pathos to this character. And I felt that if we could just make the movie that was in my head, we'd be able to take this bed sheet and turn it into a character that not only is very iconic, but has a great deal of emotion. Right. And it's like the way I was when I was watching it, because I've, I've dealt with a lot of loss and then recently I have friends who are dealing with grief and loss and I kind of felt like God, I'm projecting so much of my stuff onto this movie that it's like I'm wondering if this is if everybody seeing it is doing that it could be a different movie for all of us it, it I was very aware that that could happen because one of the classic tricks you know for actors is to not show emotion just be a blank slate yeah and that's audience, brilliant and the audience will project it onto their faces and here we have a face that is literally just two eyes and some folds and some fabric yeah and you really do project your own sense of emotion onto you know onto the onto the character and so you're pulling that emotion from all sorts of things whether it's the mise-en-scene or the music or the lighting or just the context of the story but the ghost absorbs it all and sort of projects it back to you and, and becomes in the process an incredibly emotive character, even though he literally can't really emote at all. I, I know that's so great. Like you were saying about the actors, the best way to get the audience to feel is when they do absolutely nothing. And that's the thing is the ghost is doing nothing, but I'm having all these feelings as I'm watching it. And like you said, humor, like there was a, there was several times in the movie where I laughed out loud and then I was like, Oh my God, is that okay? Totally. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, am I supposed to be laughing? Cause there's parts of it that were just funny. Yeah, completely. I mean, it makes me laugh a lot and I love that. But laughter is a wonderful gateway for all sorts of other emotions. And once you've, once you've let yourself laugh, all of a sudden you realize you've opened the door for a lot of other feelings as well. And being able to laugh through tears is a totally. big deal too. And one thing that I mean, I, this could be me projecting myself on it again, but it's like the whole powerlessness we have over what happens 
like with death, you know, like yeah. what happens. It's like, and this just really shows that you just, you don't get a second chance. You don't get to decide anything. It's just, it's final. That's definitely something that was on my mind prior to making this was definitely on my mind while I was making it. And it's still something I deal with like that since that that's an existential crisis. That I think every person probably has at some point in their life. And I've done a lot of just deep soul searching about my own ego and like the fact that so much of my fears of death are concerned with my ego and the idea that, you know, when I am gone from this earth, like I, there might not be anything. I don't know what's going to happen, but like if there's nothing, I won't know about it. And that's such a terrifying thought, you know, that, that it all could just go out in a blink and I, that my ego will, will be gone. And, and I wanted to make a movie that sort of like helped me deal with that. I was getting very stressed out thinking about that. And this movie was a <laughs> yeah, way for me to sort stressful. of like find peace in that potential, in, in, in that potential outcome. Who knows of what, who knows what happens, you know, whether you have faith or beliefs or a core tenet of ideas about what the afterlife, none of us truly know. And, and so I find it helpful to be open to everything and also to really work through everything in my mind to sort of find peace with whatever might come. That's really brilliant. I love that part because, of course, when I'm, you know, trying to make myself feel better, it's like, okay, when I die, my dad's going to be there. Every cat I've ever had in my life is Definitely waiting. Definitely the cats. Yeah. Definitely the cats. They're all waiting. And, you know, and, and then we have this happy, like, afterlife when we look back on things and laugh. But really, who knows? Like, it really could be, what if there's nothing? And that's kind of like this whole thing about, like, acceptance. Because after powerlessness, there's acceptance. Yes. And it's just accepting the whole nothingness that might be. But it was so it was done so beautifully because you didn't tell us to do that. You know, a lot of movies they tell you exactly what to think. They, you know, insult your intelligence a little bit, if yeah. you will. And this was just kind of like let you figure it out yourself. But we all still kind of come to the same. Oh, what if that it? You know, is completely yeah. But it's it's a really beautiful thing. And I know you've worked with um, Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara before. Did you did you cast them because of their chemistry like before or, or was it because of these characters? No, it was completely their chemistry. The, okay. the characters okay. in the movie and in, in the script, you know, the, the script is pretty close to the finished film. But nonetheless, I wanted the ghost to feel like more of a character, at least when you were reading the script. So the characters didn't even have names. They were very, very simple. And they still don't. And if you look in the credits, they, they don't have actual names. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was like, wait, I wonder. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I, um, they did. I mean, they did have names, but initially I was like, let's just put initials in there. So we don't really attach ourselves to them too right. much. Um, but the, you know, the, the fact of the matter is Casey dies roughly eight minutes. I want to say into the film, maybe, right. maybe 10. Right. And, and I wanted the, those 10 minutes where the two characters are together to really feel real and to feel like there was a great deal of emotional connectivity between them. So real love between them, a history to th between them. And so I wanted Casey and Rooney to do it because they had that. Not only do they have tremendous chemistry and not only do they really carry, care about each other, but thanks to us working together in the past, we now have a history together. They have a history together on screen. So that provides a little meta history for the movie and for the characters in this film. And it just does a lot of, you know, legwork in terms of, suggesting that they are in fact a real couple yeah there was because there was one scene where i swear they didn't say anything but i felt i just felt like i was involved in this conversation between them but they weren't even talking really you know yeah, what i mean they There's, have that yeah they, they, they really they're one someday i'll make a movie with the two of them where one of them does not die or go to jail <laughs> so that we can actually just see them on screen together more because they are wonderful together right or we can all get our happy and yeah well thank you for being on radio rehab but more importantly i just want to say um thank you for making a 
for making this movie. Oh, thank you so much. For giving me something to think about and for making something that hasn't been made before. Thank you for thinking about it. So thank you for listening to my interview with David Lowry, writer and director of A Ghost Story. I hope you go see the movie because I'd really like to hear what you guys think. And let us know. You can email us. It's radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's go-toproductions.com. And you can call or text 415-496-9511. Even when we're not in studio, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. Yeah, or just uh, comment on our, uh, you know, like on our socials if you want to. If if, it, if, it, if it's if that's easier for you. Yeah, if that's easier, go like, ahead and do that. Just 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 comment and like and and and, and, and share. Show, show us love. Yes, <laughs> show us love and enjoy the movie. I hope you guys all go see it. Thank you for listening and keep coming back.